You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Welcome back to the Preppy Podcast. Today, I am so excited because I am talking with Susan of Millie Kate Designs. She actually started her business in fall of 2020, and it has come so far in the past year and a half. Uh, so we're going to talk about how she got started and how she's been growing it um, so successfully. And I'm really excited for this, though, because uh, last week we launched a tote bag together, the Preppy Podcast with Millie Kate Designs. It is such a preppy tote bag. It's the perfect size. It's priced under $100. It has uh, pockets on the inside. You can fit a laptop and it has a preppy pink and green stripe. I'm seriously obsessed with it. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in the interview, but go on to thepreppypodcast.com and shop that tote bag along with all the other uh, preppy podcast merch. It's a great way to support this podcast um, and just live a preppy lifestyle. So before we get into that, though, I also want to let you guys know, um, if any of you didn't know, that I have a newsletter that comes out every Wednesday. Um, And with that newsletter, you will get updates on the latest podcast. Um, You will get updates on podcast merch to shop and even my blog posts um, of what I'm sharing on my preppy publicist account and even some other things that I'm not sharing anywhere else. So things that I'm loving, products that I'm shopping, you can sign up for my newsletter uh, at patriciaspalace.com or even if you want to shoot me over an email, uh, patricia at peakedpr.com. That's P-I-Q-U-E-D-P-R.com or just send me a DM on the podcast Instagram or my personal one and I will add you to the newsletter. It is a great way to stay in touch. All right, let's get into this week's episode. of Millie Kate Designs, which makes vibrant, stylish handbags. And I live in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. I love Florida. You know that. So I'm so jealous of that, first of all. (laughs) But I always like to start from the beginning. So tell me about growing up. Like, are you from Florida originally? Where did you grow up? And sort of what was your childhood like? Were you creative? Were you into style? Sure. I grew up in North Carolina in Winston-Salem. I went to college at UNC Chapel Hill, where I majored in journalism with a focus on advertising and marketing. Um, From there, I did have my first job um, out of college with Belk Department Store, which was a great introduction into the real world of fashion. I was in their executive trainee program working in buying and and management. And then I went back and got my MBA from Duke University and really continued my my business career. So I would say I have always been interested in both fashion and business. My very first job in high school was at a retail store. So that was really where that started. That's always been my background. Oh, that's so fun. And I love how um, you, like me, have sort of combined fashion, but also have studied the business or me, the communication aspects of it too. So what... um, 
what would you say then you learned from your first career in, you know, fashion and business that helps you today? Oh my goodness. Well, working in the executive training program at Belk really put me in a position of management that I wouldn't have been in in any other job coming out of college. I managed a team of 18 people when I was managing in a store. And then when I was buying, I was, you know, analyzing numbers and sales and making decisions that were followed. And this was all, you know, at a very young age. Um, now, to continue the career in business, um, I did need the, the graduate degree. And so I got that and then took that to you know, an even higher level. And I moved to New York City. And I worked at Colgate Palmolive there. And I worked um, on Colgate Toothpaste and Marketing. And then moved to Philadelphia and worked at Campbell Soup. And so there, I just learned how to manage a huge budget, how to really reach consumers. I worked on new products, which has come in you know, very helpful now. Um, so really all that's kind of tied together as I've started a new venture. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. I mean, those are both such household names. Like I feel like Belk, you know, mostly Southern Northeast people or Southeast right. people know of that brand um, and that, that store. But I mean, Campbell's Soup and the Colgate, like those are household names. So I'm sure that you left there with a ton of information and knowledge and just like confidence. Absolutely. No, we learned you know, from the best how to reach a consumer and you know, develop the new products. Um, and I, I left because I had my first child. Um, and so I've been home since then. We moved from the Philadelphia area to Atlanta and then to Florida about 12 years ago. So it was a few years ago with my kids in high school that I actually started thinking about how can I combine all of these things to do what I want next? Yeah. So let's talk about now um, the start of Millie Kate Design. So you were at home and kind of looking for something to do. Like what was the idea behind starting this brand? Sure. I knew I was ready for a next career or job. I had not done anything entrepreneurial before, but I really liked the idea of being in control and the flexibility with that. So then it was thinking about, you know, what do I want that I think other people would be interested in that I could at least start testing or sampling. And I just kept coming back to this idea of bags and handbags and accessories because I love using them every day. And I feel like it's an item that you don't need just one. You need a whole wardrobe. (laughs) I mean, I need my day bag and my night bag and my beach bag and my travel bag. And I just loved that. I loved it was something you could use for yourself or give as a gift. So once I got there, I really started just simply designing some items and then found manufacturers overseas who would make samples. And then it was evaluating the samples, deciding, you know, which manufacturers could I picture moving forward with and which weren't going to work and fine tuning and going back and forth. And then in really around Thanksgiving of 2020, I I got my first order in and said, I'm going to see what happens over the Christmas holiday. You know, I'm going to put this out there to sell. To a certain extent, this is part of my market research. And we'll see what happens. And I sold every bag I ordered and fine-tuned a little bit more and ordered again and said, okay, I'm in business. (laughs) This is is moving forward. I love that. Oh, my gosh. So let's back it up a little. So you decided you wanted to do handbags, which I'm with you. Every girl loves handbags, needs multiples of them. Like you can never have enough. There's always a purpose. Lots of, you know, us women, we always like to carry a ton of things, I feel like. Uh, so that definitely helps. Uh, but then when it came time for like 
finding manufacturers? Were you just looking at Google? Were you, did you have someone in the industry to kind of point you in the right direction? Like, what was that process like? Because I feel like, you know, that's the hardest part about wanting to be a designer is it's it's somewhat easy to come up with an idea, but then like executing it and making it happen is the hard part. So tell me a little bit more about like the nitty gritty. Sure. And it is challenging because it's a new world. Even though mm-hmm. I've launched new products for large companies, it's entirely different when you're sitting in your home trying to figure out who can make a handbag for me. Um, there are resources <laughs> online and one of them is called Alibaba. And they bring together customers and manufacturers, specifically in China. And so it was a great starting point. I could see who was already making products using the materials I use or something similar. And so I started by searching through the site and reaching out to manufacturers who I thought already, you know, were were close in quality and product to what I wanted. But even some of those didn't work out. But that, but that's how I started. Um, And it is. it is a challenge because you can get very cut up in the thinking, the analyzing, the back and forth. And my personality is to be very analytical. And this was a time in life where I had to say, you know, I need to make, get as much information as possible and then make the best decision as possible, Mm -hmm. but keep it moving. Otherwise I was afraid nothing would ever happen. And I would sit in this research stage for three years. And so I'm so glad that I just took the risk and did it. And I think that's a really good point. I feel like sometimes you just have to jump in. Like you can always keep researching. You can always come up with an excuse of like, ah, well, I don't know. And like, maybe I could do this or let's try this. And at one point you just have to go for it, you know? And I think that's what keeps a lot of people held back is they, they're kind of scared and they almost use it as an excuse, I feel like, to not jump in, but you, you just gotta, you gotta do it. I've heard that. I've heard a phrase, there's never going to be a perfect time. If you're waiting for the perfect time, it's not going to happen. So make yeah. do, do your best. I mean, you have to do your research, get yourself ready. And mm-hmm. then like you said, jump in. Definitely. Okay. So you had your first set of bags and you sold out of them immediately, which is so amazing. Um, so with that, was that online? Was that in person that you sold out? Um, and if it was online, let's say, then how did you set up your website? So I launched the products with a website, milliekatedesigns.com. But I also did some local trunk shows and was able to get into some local stores here in Ponte Vedra. So it was around the holidays. I sold my first bag right after Thanksgiving. So I think the timing was great. And I would say a lot of the local sales you know, were people, of course, who I knew. So that really helped start the process when I had you know, friends and acquaintances buying the bag and then talking about it. So then after I sold out, then the next round of people were maybe their outer circle and it started moving on to people who I didn't know as well. But yes, having the website when I launched was key. People can look at the products. They can think about them. If you don't have an actual store, the website becomes your store and so they can just get a sense of your brand and sort of, you know, what this, what the vibe is, what it feels like. That's awesome. So, and like, congratulations, first of all, selling out like your first set of orders is amazing and huge. Um, So when it come, when it came to your website, did you create that yourself? Did you outsource that? Like, talk to me about getting the website set up and I guess a little bit about branding. Sure. So I did all of this myself. Um, That is one thing I will say. I've learned a lot along the way. Um, There are ways to make it easier. So with the website in particular, 
I just chose one domain and web manager and it's GoDaddy. And that way I could use a template to set up the website that felt right to me and customize it a little bit. Um, and then the branding itself is really um, what I wanted the brand to represent. You know, I thought about what I like and therefore what I thought other women out there would like as well. So, you know, I just kind of put all those pieces together and um, had you know the logo made, have the website, had you know the marketing materials. Excellent. And so, speaking of marketing, then, like, what would you say has been your greatest marketing tool? You kind of mentioned earlier that you did some local uh, shows and then their friends brought people to you. So it was kind of a little bit of word of mouth, but like, are you relying heavily on Instagram or maybe SEO? Like what, what have you done marketing wise? I have to say in this first year and a half, it's been very heavy on Instagram. Mm. I think people are using Instagram now as a way to learn about new products. I think I happen to sell a product that's very visually oriented. It's something that you need to see. And when you do see it, it's at a price point that you can pull the trigger and, and you know, make a purchase. Mm-hmm. So I would say my own posts, I would say other local organizations or influencers who are sharing it, that gets a new audience. But it is mainly that form of advertising versus a lot of paid advertising. Okay. That makes sense. Um, And like, how would you describe your brand today as it is? I know, you know, you started with a certain bag, let's say, and then how has it grown? Like, do you offer more variety now, more colors? Like, how would you describe Millie Kate as it is today? Sure. I am slowly evolving is how I would say. I am trying to grow, but manage it. And as I've already said, every bag I come out with is a bag that I want to carry. Mm-hmm. So my first bag is still the most popular, and I'll call that my regular size crossbody bag. Okay. People like that because it was your everyday bag. You could switch out the straps. That's what kind of made it fun and functional. But quickly, I realized personally, I needed something a little bit bigger when I was traveling. Well, in 2020, we weren't traveling, but as that picked <laughs> up the next year, one of the designs I came out with this fall was a tote bag with a zipper top. It still had the strap if you want your hands free, but it really kind of met the needs of someone who needed to carry their iPad and their water bottle and a few more things. And then we realized, hmm, there's a time when people want a smaller bag, <laughs> the mini for when you just need your phone, you're just running out real quick. And so we came out with the mini one. Um, so I love how you know we started with this main product, but in some of the same colors, the straps interchange with all of them. You know, we've kind of gone bigger and smaller. And then something that I'm excited about this summer is I went in a different direction and did straw bags. So these are a little different. They're hand-woven. They're made in India. There's a clutch and a tote bag. Um, still the idea that they can easily incorporate into your life. It, it adds a little style to your every day, but um, a little different than the crossbody bag. Definitely. That's awesome. It's something for everyone. And like you said, most of us women have multiple bags anyway, and I have bags inside of bags a lot of the time. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Now, talk to me a little bit about how'd you come up with the name and um, the colors and, you know, that vision when it comes to branding? Sure. This was kind of a fun process. You know, once I came up with the product and the category to think about the the name, the branding, and there is no Millie Kate, I will tell you that. It is a name that we've come up with. And my teenage daughter helped me. And we came up with this because Millie is one of her favorite names. Um, 
In fact, it was the name of our first pet, and that was a goldfish. <laughs> um, and Kate is um, after my daughter. So Millie Kate, we liked the sound of it together. It wasn't being used by anyone. And we thought it sort of represented kind of this combination of fun and Southern and vibrant, you know, the personality of the brand. Mm-hmm. So then we had to think about the colors and the logo. And I really like this combination of light blue and dark blue. The light blue is actually the Pantone color for my undergrad, UNC Chapel Hill. And the dark blue is the Pantone color for Duke University. So I love that I've got this personal connection in it, but I just think the colors look great together. Mm -hmm. And again, represented classic preppy, you know, kind of what this brand is. Definitely. Um, So now is your daughter involved with the business at all? Like, does she think this is so cool that you have a handbag company or is she like, you know, she's too cool for it right now? (laughs) Oh, she's the perfect age. She is 15. So she still is very interested in what I'm doing and learning about it, but she's old enough to be pretty knowledgeable. (laughs) She is my TikTok expert. She can offer, you know, all sorts of advice for a different market. Um, but it's been it's been fun being able to do it together. That's awesome that she gets to watch you do this. I'm sure she's learning a ton and, you know, will look back at this and just look up to you for it. Thanks. So what would you say um, is your greatest challenge when it comes to business? I would say that my biggest challenge over the past year and a half has truly been the actual logistics of sourcing and manufacturing and communicating with manufacturers overseas, because that's where my products are made. So the back and forth, whether it's language, whether it's time zone, whether it's the words that I'm using to communicate a change that I want, it's hard. You're not sitting in a room with someone here. Um, and the pandemic has not made it easier because they're down employees. There are certain sections of the countries that have shut down. And I've really had to learn to go with the flow a little bit. Yeah. I um, My strengths are organization and efficiency and keeping things on track. And it's just not possible in today's manufacturing world that everything's going to go perfectly. So that's been the hardest yeah. part. I hear you. And I hear that a lot with my clients too. And I'm the type of person, like, if I have an idea, I want it now. I want it done right now. And that's just not how it is with everything with, you know, the delays with shipping stuff. But also, you know, I know so many factories overseas are still shut down occasionally because of COVID. So it's definitely um, a little bit of a harder time. It's so funny because I feel like we're so fast with technology and like everything seems so instant and now – But then we've had to come back a little bit, it seems, when expecting things to instantly appear. It's true. And we know that everyone's working as hard as they can. Mm -hmm. It's not – that's not the issue. Um, And so we're having to work with pretty long lead times so that we can get things here when we want. No, I hear you. Uh, So on the flip side to that then, what is your greatest success or um, something you're most proud of when it comes to business or like a pinch me moment? Oh my goodness. Honestly, that it has made it this far that I've reached a sales goal I wanted. I reached a number I wanted, that I reached the number of stores that I have. Um, I don't think a year ago I thought I would be in 100 stores. Uh, Millie Kate's in three countries. Um, that it's been you know enjoyed and shared by so many people. I really just feel like all of those things combined make it feel like a lot of growth and accomplishment in a year and a half. Makes me feel great. Well, and especially in these days, like talking about launching during a pandemic and that, 
dealing with these delays that we deal with now, that is something that you should be so proud of that you created this brand and then it's doing so well already. So I'm super happy for you. Thank you. Um, now, when it comes to new designs, where do you get inspiration or like how do you come up with what you want to do next? Is it sort of whatever you're missing, like whatever kind of bag you're looking for that you see a void in the market? Um, or is it, you know, your friends kind of telling you or do you see something on the street and you get inspired by it? It is a combination of all of those. Mm. I would say being in accessories, I am influenced by the fashion world in general. So I, in the old days, it would be magazines, but now it's Instagram. So I enjoy following, you know, a lot of other brands and seeing, you know, what they're bringing out and getting ideas there. Um, Fortunately, so far, I have been able to launch what I, what I need and want, and that's worked. Um, There probably comes a time where, you know, I need to um, evolve that strategy a little bit. But right now there are other people out there who have the same thoughts as I do, and that's worked. And then I really am at a point where I listen to customers because I don't do a lot of market research as in focus groups. So if people are willing to come to me with ideas, I am absolutely willing to take those, particularly if I hear the same things over and over. You know, I heard people wanted more blue bags. And so this fall, instead of just black and brown, I had a couple of options of blue. And one thing I heard is I had a a clear crossbody in the regular size, but people really wanted that in a mini size. Well, that was easy for me to do. I already have that shape and design and I just got in an order of the clear ones. But because I heard that from my actual customers, it helped move it along. Definitely. I I love that. And yeah, I think inspiration can sort of strike you anywhere at any time, right? Absolutely. So since this is the Preppy Podcast, I always ask everyone, what does Preppy mean to you? So how would you describe Preppy? I think preppy is classic, but with a twist. Mm -hmm. So the twist can be color, it can be a fun stripe, it can be pattern. And that's the place where I think Millie Kate becomes preppy. Because a black tote bag is classic, but a black tote bag with a fun strap on it and a stripe or color, that's where you get your touch of prep. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit whimsy. Yeah. Definitely. So I want to talk a little bit about our collaboration because now there's a Millie Kate Preppy Podcast tote bag, um, which we had met, I guess, about a year ago, maybe it was last spring, I guess. Ooh, um, yeah. In person, you were in Philly um, in town for a wedding and you had connected with me. We got coffee and I just loved learning more about your business then and we sort of stayed in touch. And then I guess it was this winter you came to me with this idea and I jumped on it. Um, So we had so much fun designing this tote bag. I think it, speaking of preppy, is super preppy. Um, And that navy tote bag, I think it is true. It's a little bit hard to find a navy bag. You can find a lot of browns and blacks, but navy is classic, but you know, with that twist that you mentioned. That's what I think. And so I love that we've done this. I think it combines, you know, a best-selling bag that I had last year, which was the canvas tote. Mm-hmm. I did not do it in a solid then. I did it in a camouflage. But then as I told you, I heard people really like blue and this navy blue is in my logo. I think that's very on you know, brand for Millie Kate, and then to take the pink and green from your logo and just make a, you know, this fun combination. Um, I'm so excited about it. 
And it's literally the perfect tote bag. I'm not just saying that because it's our collaboration. (laughs) But for anyone listening, I would suggest going on the website and checking it out. I like it because the canvas is – it's soft, but it's still sturdy. Like it stands up with itself. It has that little snap to close it if you want. Um, It has some pockets inside and then the optional shoulder strap. And it literally is the perfect size. I am someone – like I mentioned earlier, I – carry a ton in my bag. And I generally carry a tote bag because a lot of times I'm coming from client meetings or um, taking the dogs for a walk. Like I just am running from place to place. So I can fit my laptop in this. I can fit a water bottle. I can fit, you know, a huge wallet, all the above. Um, So I think it's, it's really just such a great tote bag. It's not too big or too small. That's what I think too. I mean, it fits in the purse category because it's so stylish. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, a gym kind of tote bag, but it holds everything you need. Definitely. And it's a great price point too. So uh, and that's definitely kind of my goal. You know, I really want to offer products that are absolutely, you know, high quality products, mm-hmm. but that are at a price point where people can enjoy them and buy them without a lot of stress or thinking about it. So keeping it around, you know, the, under this hundred dollar was, you know, was really a goal. And I'm glad that we could do that. Yeah. It's amazing. So um, everyone can go and shop that either on your website or on our website, thepreppypodcast.com, and that just sort of redirects you over to the Millie Kate uh, website. So definitely go check that out. Um, But I also want to ask you, who are some of your favorite people to follow on social media or other favorite accounts that you love? Um. I have um, a couple. One is pencil and paper. Mm. Jen Soar has put together, I think, an amazing assortment of lifestyle and home design and then put together a group of women for PNP Creative Club, which is a separate account. And that's more of a, we'll call it Southern networking, um, a lot of women in creative fields. And so I've really enjoyed following both of those just for inspiration for ideas, but also meeting other women. Definitely. And Jen's actually been on the podcast. So people can go and listen to her episode too after this and learn more about her because she is just like, I don't know, such an inspiration. I feel like she brings people together and she just has seriously amazing style. Right. Uh, So what is next for you? Any sneak peeks or anything you can tell us that you're working on? Obviously, you have some new straw bags for summer. um, And then it sounds like you're working on some tote bags for fall. Any other little sneak peeks or teasers? Yes, we'll have definitely have new colors and maybe a few new styles for fall. I'm really excited about going further into the straw bags and summer bags for next summer. So if anyone has feedback, they want to offer their favorite bags or what they like, that's great. Um, Again, I did the tote and the clutch, but I think there's a lot more out there and I'm sort of excited to see where that goes. Definitely. So my final question is where can people find you? Let everyone know your website, URL, your social media handles, um, and any other links or important places that they can follow along with you and shop your amazing designs. Sure. Our website is Millie Kate, M-I-L-L-Y-K-A-T-E designs, all in word.com. And Instagram and Facebook are the same, Millie Kate Designs. And we'd love to have you follow us and reach out with any questions. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 